0: You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Father, I thank you for these Word of the Month broadcasts. And I thank you for just the prophetic. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the mind of Christ. I thank you for your heart, Father. And I thank you for your desire and your longing for us to walk in sync with you and for us to partner with heaven to release what you uh, want released. And I thank you, Father, that what you mainly want released is us, Father. You want us to walk in the fullness of our union with you. You want us to experience the fullness of the Godhead. You want us to be filled to all of the fullness with the full measure and and uh, the infinite uh, pleasure that is in your presence. And Father, I thank you that today, as we hop into this broadcast and I share what you've been speaking, I thank you, Father, that Shalice has just left the building. I thank you that you are thinking through my mind. I thank you that you are speaking through my mouth. And I thank you that this word is going forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside force. We just get on your agenda, we surrender. And we say yes to what you're doing, yes to what you're speaking, yes to your agenda for our lives. And uh, we just give you all of the praise and all of the glory and all of the thanks for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, awesome, you guys. If you have not listened to the word of the month for the year that I did back in January or the word of the month that I did for February. I encourage you to go back and make sure that you're watching those or listening to those so that you are staying in step really with kind of what's be, what's unfolding, I feel like, as uh, God continues to speak over 2023 and as we head into March here. And so just as a brief refresher, I wanna give some context here to what we're stepping into here into march is you know back in december really winding down 2022 i was really hearing god speak the word divine reset and i go into a lot of detail about what that divine reset means in the word from january so i'm not going to recap it really here or really talk into it but i want to just kind of remind you of kind of this progression that we've been going uh through uh since really december And then in January, there was a very powerful part of that word as well as Divine Reset which was really the word for the year. And it, the word was the best is not yet to come, it's now. And for you guys that have seen that, you know, there was an actual glory cloud that showed up in that word from January. You can go back and watch it. It's at uh, the timestamp of 2820. And literally it just, bam, popped into the, the onto the screen and kind of woo, the presence of God was there. And it was really powerful. And I love that. First of all, anytime, you know, there's a manifestation of God, I love that. But I also just loved it because I felt like, number one, I wasn't prepared for that, but it was just such a confirmation that this is a right now word, that the, 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 the God is moving and that this is, that he's serious about what he's saying, that the best is not yet to come. It's now. And then coming into February, really, we, we, we started talking about the power of our words and the power of agreeing with God and really this invitation to begin to watch our words. And the the theme of that word was basically to mean what you say and say what you mean. And I don't know about you, but that was a real like check, you know, for me to like really put a guard over my mouth and just really... Uh, start to steward my words and really yield to the Holy Spirit in my speech really more than ever before. And you know practically what that looks like you guys is that you don't just respond to text right away. you pray over those things or you don't you know you you really think about and you contemplate about what you're speaking before you just blurt things out. And so uh, our words are creative and it's a very, very powerful principle. it's a very powerful truth. and hopefully um, that has made a difference for you guys. As you've uh, kind of stepped into that. Now, before we go into March, I really felt prompted by the Holy Spirit to talk about really the power of, of hearing from God and the power of, of getting these prophetic words and chewing on them and meditating on them and really taking them before God in your own time, you know, not just hearing what I'm saying and just going like, oh, amen, hallelujah, another prophetic word, and then move on to the next one. But to really, really take some time with these words so that they become your own, so that the Holy Spirit can continue to speak to you about these words and how they apply to you in your life. Because here's the thing about prophetic words. I mean, the father loves sharing what he's doing. And Jesus talked about this, right? Jesus talked about like, you know, the father works and here the two I work and he shows the son what he's doing and the son only does what the father is doing. And so the beautiful thing about the prophetic is that it's not just, um, you know, something that we get excited about, something that we, uh, you know, say yes and amen to and something that we just kind of, you know, think about it like another, you know, lesson that we've heard or another sermon that we've heard. But really, it's an invitation. It's an invitation to enter into what the Father is doing. And so every single word that I've shared up to now, there's a revelation behind this, you guys. And there's massive revelation in what I'm going to be sharing today. And so uh, I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to just um, I'm going to be I probably have some drawings that I'm either going to try to do by sharing my screen Oh, actually, I'm on Facebook live. I can't share my screen So I'm gonna have to describe some 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 visions and some drawings that I that I've been getting I have something in my journal Maybe I'll try to show it on the screen and see if that works But we're just gonna we're just gonna go into this and I'm really believing that God is going to impart a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you and the knowledge of him rather and the knowledge of you heck Yeah, because you're one which is kind of interesting because that goes right into the, 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 the word for the month. So rather than just kind of announce what the word is, I'm going to start out with um, this concept of who you are. And because this word is all about us stepping in to who we really are, okay? Okay. And the reality of it is, and I think most of us, I don't know if we, we have a working concept of this, Or we, I know we know this on some level most of the time, but I'm not sure that we have a really practical way to apply this idea that we have, I wanna call them two identities. And these identities are really, really key To us stepping into the fullness of what God has ordained for us to do on the planet, Uh, these two identities are really key for us uh, living a life that is a reflection of the Father and us living a life of really, I don't know, of emotional stability where joy and peace and love and and righteousness and patience and kindness and gentleness and all of the fruit of the spirit are manifesting in our character and manifesting in our relationships and manifesting just in our internal world on a consistent basis. And so when I talk about these two identities, I mean, scripturally speaking, right, we have the old man and we have the new man. Okay, so you know, we read about those scriptures, right? Put on Christ, put off the old man, right? We, we, we have a concept of this idea that there's this old us or this old person that was crucified with Christ, if you will, right? And the Apostle Paul says, uh, I was crucified with Christ and I no longer live, uh, yet Christ lives in me. He's talking honestly about these two identities. He's talking about this uh, this identity of Paul, uh, which uh, was crucified. And then he's talking about this new identity of Paul that is living in union with God. And so these two identities, the old man and the new man, I want to break this out a little bit, because if you are going to understand where God is taking us with this word in March, I really need to do a little bit of, of teaching around this so that you're going to grasp it. So the old man, if you want to think about it in in terms of psychology or other maybe streams of spirituality that are out there, I, I, I think it's actually very helpful to do that. So if you hear someone talking about the ego, for example... Um, That's kind of a more secular term or more psychological term that I actually think has a lot of uh, validity when you're talking about the old man. Because when people talk about the ego, they're really talking about a self-image or an identity that a person has... um developed over the course of their life and in scriptural terms may want to think about it as kind of like a programmed self or a a self image that was developed in the fallen world system that where a person has picked up beliefs along the way to answer the question who am i okay and we all have a self-concept that has been developed pre-christ Pre us hearing the gospel, pre us even understanding that there was a new creation and that we were recreated in Christ and that we were crucified and buried and raised and <laughs> ascended with Jesus. And so the the reality of it is, is that this identity, this ego, this old man, is still alive in our minds um, until our minds have been renewed, right? And this this little this little sucker, right? I mean, pops up, right? I mean, it, unless we in the morning. Uh wake up is what I like to say. Like, yes, we wake up in the morning, but unless we really wake up to our true identity in Christ, well, that old programming can govern your entire day, right? And because uh we're fearfully and wonderfully made, you guys, our brains are 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 incredible, incredible uh machines. They're, they're, it's an incredible thing, you know, that God has had the way that God has designed our minds, right? We have a conscious mind, we have a subconscious mind, we have uh, 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 we have uh, the way that our minds are connected to and hardwired into our neural pathways in the hard, you know, hardware of our actual physical brain. And then we have, you know, our nervous system. We have our, uh, you know, uh, two aspects of our nervous system, our on switch and our off switch, right? Our parasympathetic nervous system and our sympathetic nervous system. And And we have we are we are truly. If, if we are, are not awake and we don't know how to get to awake and know how to stay awake, we will live under this illusion. Of the ego. We will live under this, this, this old identity and live out of the old man just by default, just by habit, because that's the way that we've lived our entire lives. And so we're disconnected from spiritual reality in, in, this, in this old man, right? Our spiritual senses are, are not operating there. We're, we're governed by the physical senses, we're governed by our own intellect, we're governed by triggers, and we're governed by uh, the programming, and our neural pathways are just just firing meaning all day, every day, right? We're judging things based upon our past and the meanings that we've been taught. We've been programmed and we talked, I talked about this when I, in January about all of the different programming that happens there, right? And, and I talked about if we're going to actually um experience this divine reset if we're going to actually live as a new creation and live as a uh, a resurrected human being as someone who is in union with Jesus then it's actually important that we understand that there are two versions of our of this image that are honestly many times at war within ourselves and, you know, some of our Bible translations don't do a really great uh, job of translating this concept, uh, specifically like in the NIV, for example, if you go and read in Romans chapter eight, like it's going to it's going to read like we have this sin nature and this new nature. We have this dual nature. And the truth is, is that we are th- th- we don't have a dual nature. We have a dual mind and the nature of of god is inside of us sin has been extracted from us we are uh, we are no longer sinners we are saints because of the resurrection and the finished work of jesus on the cross and but the truth of the matter is is that the old man is still alive in our brain the old man is still alive in our our minds even though it's been crucified and so this word that i'm about to share is really to help us transcend the old man. It's really designed to help us get out of that programming and live from a place of the spirit and live from uh, the reality of our union with Jesus when we all are still in the process of having our minds renewed. So hopefully you're following me so far, and hopefully this is making a lot of sense. And hopefully this is something that you're like, yes, Shalice, we want to hear what God is speaking about transcending the ego and transcending the old man and putting off the old man so that we can live in this place of freedom from the old man and freedom from the old programming and freedom from these mindsets of the flesh and the mindsets of the old uh, world system right that 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 is in the process of being of passing away how is it passing away because human beings are going to actually transcend that and we're going to we're going to live independent of the world system and independent of the programming of the world system so let me introduce the the title of the word for the month of March. And it's kind of interesting because it's not good grammar. And if you are, you know, if you've been involved in Emerge and our school before, or if you've read my book, you know about the five big cues. You know that the very first cue is who is God? The second cue is who am I? The third cue is why am I here? The fourth cue is where am I headed? And the last cue is how do I get there? And those cues, those questions are foundational in the work that I do, which is really to transfigure the body of Christ so that we are living out of our new identity and we are doing the work that the Father has given us to do. But I'm sharing that because that second question, who am I, is is really the, the question that March's word has to do with. But But Fa- Father reworded it, okay? And it became a question that is not who am I, but he said this, who is I? Who is I? And the reason he reframed that for me, and we're going somewhere with this, you guys, so so bear with me. The reason he reframed the question, who am I, to who is I, is because you can answer the question, who am I, from a separated mindset, right? You can even say, I am a child of God. You can say, uh... I am favored by God. You can say uh, God has made me righteous. That God I am. Uh, that, that God has redeemed me. Right. That I am the redeemed of the Lord. Like you can actually answer the question, "Who am I?" Scripturally, and still maintain separation in your mindset or separation in your perception in the way that you answer that question. But when you switch that up a little bit and you change the question from who am I to who is I, okay, that's a different question because the, the question who is I is really kind of pointing back into that scripture from the, that the apostle Paul spoke of, right? That That I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live yeah right there's this this i in here that we need to really dissect a little bit and to give you an example of this okay i want to just share uh, something that happened to me this week okay i had this dream on monday that honestly is a recurring dream and honestly it's not a great dream and I've really been pressing into this dream um, because I know it has spiritual significance. And um, I know that things are, uh, they're not literal in this dream. Like the people that are represented, it's not the real, they aren't, it's not really about those people. And I, I don't have a lot of revelation about it yet. And it's something that I don't think about a lot of times until I have the dream again. And anyway, I just had it again on Monday. And honestly, when I woke up, there was like, I had, there was anxiety. I had anxiety. This dream was like an anxiety and producing effect on me. And as I laid there, you know, before I got up in the morning, normally I'm going to spend some time, you know, before I get up, just like thanking God, I'm going to try to just step into gratitude. I'm just going to, you know, acknowledge the Holy Spirit just before I even get out of bed in the morning. But because that anxiety was there, I was like, okay, Father, I'm talking to Father, but I'm like, okay, so what do I need to do with this? And you know what? Gosh, as a transformational coach, I have a gazillion tools, okay? I have a gazillion tools of how to shift your mindset. I have a gazillion tools of how to, you know, shift out of a negative emotions into positive emotions. And, and sometimes I just don't even know which tool to use. So I was kind of asking that from a perspective of, okay, like, how do I shift this? And I was just kind of running through the list of the tools that I had and I landed on something that honestly I used to do in my thirties when I was just really dealing with a lot of anxiety. I, it was actually um, a problem. I had been on medication for that previously in my life. And so I just, uh, anxiety was a, a constant companion for me. And uh, I talk about the testimony when I, when I, you know, I use the scripture. Um, I used one scripture really to knock that thing off of me from second uh, Timothy one, seven, you know, that, that um, it says, you have not been given a spirit spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And I mean, I'm telling you, I used that scripture as a sword and cut that anxiety uh, with the help of the Holy spirit off of me in my thirties. But that you know, that scripture came right back to me, except that I said it as a declaration. So I'm just sitting there in bed and I just said, I have not given, i been given a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. And Man, as soon as I entered into that scripture and really just said that, said it from a place of like, I have not been given a spirit of fear. I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me and he said this. He said, who is I? Now, interestingly, in that moment, the revelation came to me that up until that moment, even though I had meditated on that scripture and I had declared that and I had had successfully really in my mind, like, you know, I really did like overcome this habitual state of anxiety in my life that I was experiencing in the thirties In my thirties. I never really thought about this from a union perspective. And in that moment, when I said, I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind, it just, it's like the light bulb went off and there was no I that was, that was, That was anything that you could identify as Shalice in that moment. Okay. It was really like Jesus saying, I have not been given a spirit of fear of, of of, uh, I've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. And honestly, it kind of entered into this with me that, well, of course, of course we don't even think about that. Like, of course, Jesus doesn't have a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. But somehow up until that moment, even though I'd used that scripture effectively, my I definition of I was an I that was still separated from God. Okay. So this question, who is I? I wanted to use that example because this, this, this I is what God is coming after in our minds in March, you guys. And there is a very powerful way of living. And a very powerful way of transcending the old programming and the ego that can happen instantaneously. And I want to also, before I talk about this, this, this—you know—just ascending outside of an I that no longer exists, an I that has been crucified it, out of the ego I out of the old man eye, out of the eye that most of us relate to when we think of ourselves, okay? I wanna talk about, I wanna share a little bit more revelation for you before I kind of step into this. And maybe we'll even, you know, at this point, I don't even feel like I'm prophesying so much as much as I'm just sharing the background information so that we can even tap into what I really feel like God is saying right now, okay? So what I wanna do, is I want to introduce something called levels of consciousness. Okay. Now, you guys have heard me, if you've listened to my podcast, talk about self-consciousness and you've heard me talk about Christ consciousness, or if you've heard me talk about righteousness consciousness. Okay. And we I've used those terms, that term consciousness in my podcast in the past to compare and contrast uh, self consciousness that that really arises out of this awareness of a self apart from Christ. And Christ consciousness or righteousness consciousness is is a consciousness that arises when we are aware of our union with God and our oneness with God. So so this is not necessarily that this idea of consciousness is not something that I've never talked about before, but I actually want to come at it another from another perspective today. And I want to talk about four levels of consciousness that we are operating all of the time. Okay? Now... At the very lowest level of consciousness, and we're going to also talk about how these, before I go into that, we're going to talk about how as you, as you go up and raise your consciousness, you raise your awareness, you raise the, the, the mind that you're thinking with. Okay. That you move out of an, a separated eye into an eye that is one with God. And you answer this, this, these levels of consciousness are somewhat of an answer to the question, who is I? And what, what, who is I? Like what I am I operating out of? Okay. And when I say I, you guys, I'm talking about the capital letter, le, you know, capital letter I. I'm not talking about our, our eyeball, you know. So the first lowest level of consciousness, you guys, is called, it's called to me. Okay. It's called to me consciousness. And the the second level of consciousness is called by me consciousness. The third level of consciousness is called through me consciousness. And the highest level or the fourth level of consciousness is called as me consciousness. Okay, so we have uh, to me, by me, through me, and as me. Let me say it again. We have to me, by me, through me. And as me and so I want to take a moment just to describe each one of these levels so to me is is a person who is operating in what I want to call like a victimhood consciousness it's a victimhood mindset and this is a place where the world is just happening to you. Circumstances are just happening to you. If you were in a river, you would be drowning. The river would be overtaking you. You are at the effect of circumstances and situations and really what's going on in the world. Okay. And, that is a very powerless place to be. It's obviously a separated place to be. It's a place where you are definitely uh, perceive yourself as a victim. And and the, the primary emotions that you're going to be feeling here are things like uh, blame, things like anger, things like shame, things like guilt, things like fear, things like anxiety, that kind of a, those kinds of emotions go along with by me, a by me Uh, paradigm and a by me level of awareness and consciousness. Okay. Now, as you move in up, up the, up the scale here, uh, the next level, which is by me is much more powerful than to me. Okay. So now you, you've come out of victimhood and you're taking some responsibility. Okay. And you're, you're letting go of blame. And now you're, you're, you're coming into this, a place of, 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 uh, where, Now I, I, I have power. Okay. I have power. And now I can make a difference. I can make a change, right? Now you kind of come up into this achievement consciousness, right? And you know, there's scriptures, you know, that, that can go along with this, right? I'm more than a conqueror in Christ. You know, uh, uh, you can use, uh, you know, declarations even to kind of empower yourself into this by me, uh, by me consciousness. And, you know, things like courage are going to come in. Things like, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, confidence are going to come in. And even things like pride are going to come in at this level. But here's the thing. Now the world isn't happening to you. The world is happening by you. So now you're in control. You're the one, you're the master of the ship. You're the one that's determining your destiny. You're the one that's showing up. You're the one that's working. And it's one of these things, like if you don't do it, it's not going to get done. Right. So there's a lot of energy that goes into this by me. Right. And you're just working, working, working. You're you know, you're saying if you're if you're doing Christian disciplines, right, you're in your devotional every single day because, dang it, it's going to be it's going to be up to me. It's up to me if God blesses me and I'm going to be speaking my declarations. and I'm going to be doing these things because if it's going to happen, it's up to me. Right. And there's a lot of, you know, the, the control is really in you. and You're having to control things when you are in by me. But now let's talk about like what happens when you move up again and now you're moving into through me. OK, now, if you're going to move into through me, through me, you're going to have to let go of the need to control. OK, so that means that you, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're, you're letting go of full control of in any way, but it, it is more is it just the need you you let go of the need to control. And so this is a place of surrender. And this is a place where you start to realize that, wow, um, I'm created in God's image I have a connection with God. Uh, I, I am, uh, I am a vessel for God and that now, um, I can, I can operate in the gifts of the spirit. And I, now I realize that things are creating through me. I realize that I, uh, that not only am I not a victim, but I'm also, I don't have to be in control of things. Like I can just get on God's agenda and I can do what he's doing. The father's working through me and it's a spirit led level of consciousness. And it's a very powerful place to live. And definitely in this place, you know, you have, uh, you've just surrendered. And so if you were, let, let me go back to the river analogy, right? So if you are in, if you are in, uh, to me and you're drowning in the river, Right. Well, when you move into by me, you're swimming in the river now, right? You're swimming. and You're probably swimming upstream, babe. You are swimming, 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 swimming. I mean, the problem is with by me, it's exhausting. <laughs> so at some point you, you, you kind of, uh, and you know what? You get taken back downstream. Okay. Now, when you get into through me, oh, guess what happens? Wow. You got an inner tube now. Right. You're, you know, you're sitting in your inner tube. You got your drink with your little umbrella in it, got your shades on, right? And you're letting the river take you where the river's going to take you. Now, granted, there may be twists and turns in the rivers and not everything's going well in your life, but guess what? You have a completely different world paradigm as well. Um, let me talk about that for a moment. So, in To Me, um, you are definitely, in a warfare pirate paradigm, okay, and what do I mean by that? Einstein, Einstein uh, had a question one time, and I think it's a brilliant question. And he said one of the most important questions you will ever answer is whether you live in a friendly or a hostile world. And I can tell you, as someone who grew up in church. And you know, of course, I grew up in more traditional denominations. Then I moved into more charismatic denomination or charismatic things. And you know, that warfare thing is really programmed into you in 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 most Christian circles, right? We're in a war. You know, we're fighting the enemy. We're fighting the devil. It's a spiritual battle. Blah 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 blah. And and honestly, that paradigm is not is not aligned with the true gospel, because if God was in Christ reconciling the cosmos to himself, and I've taught a lot on this, you guys, if God was in Christ reconciling the cosmos to himself, well, then that means that, and if creation is moaning and groaning for uh, the manifestation of the sons of God, and if all things are working together for our good, because uh, we love God and we're called according to his purpose, Romans 8, right? Then guess what? the cosmos have been reconciled like Jesus is the cohesive force of the universe it tells us in Colossians okay uh he's holding up all things with the word of his mighty power it tells us in Hebrews so I mean the world has been reconciled like Jesus is the cohesive force Jesus is you know what maybe new agers would call you know universal intelligence or you know they don't maybe know him by the name of Jesus but there is a there is I mean quantum physics is 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 Discovering this, you guys, discovering the observer effect that human beings have an effect on creation, that creation responds to human beings, and that 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 here's the thing: it's there's a there's a conspiracy, but it's not a conspiracy for you know Damien and the Antichrist. It's a conspiracy for the manifestation of the Sons of God, and the world is conspiring for us. And so this paradigm shifts as you come out of out of by me and you i mean and and i'm sorry you come out of to me and to by me and into through me where you start to realize that wait a second all things are working together for my good and so i can relax in the river and if the river does twist and turn well guess what it's perfect it's perfect for my destiny it's perfect for who i'm becoming when i say i'm becoming it's perfect for the revealing it's perfect for the transfiguration it's perfect for the upgrade in my thinking and it's perfect for who i'm here to be you know, because it's, 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 it's like the, the eagle that rises in the storm, right? Or it's like Jesus who, who's crossing over in the storm. The storm just reveals Jesus. The storm just reveals the glory that's inside of you. The, the challenges and the tests and the trials are just simply the, the method through which the glory gets revealed. And so we can relax in through me and we can let the river flow, trusting that everything is perfect for the next level of manifestation and the next level of transfiguration of we're going from glory to glory and faith to faith we're, we're the manifestation of you as a son as a, as a as a child but i mean when i say a son i mean a mature someone who's grown into the fullness of the stature of jesus because you 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 believe it and you see it and you know it and you're being it you're being it okay now so this river, right, is a great analogy. But now let's talk, cause this is really where I want to spend my time today because I had to go through all of this just to get you primed so that you can hear what God is speaking, okay? And this is, well, let me just keep going. So at that, that, that highest level of consciousness, consciousness, right, it's as me, okay? And this as me means this is oneness consciousness, you guys. This is where you have come into a place where you are, you are aware and you are conscious of your union with Jesus. And it is no longer you that's living, but it is Christ in you that's living. It is It is the the, the thing that when Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The Father and I are one. It's what the Apostle John was talking about when he said, as Jesus is, so are you in this world. I mean, you have left the realm of self-consciousness. You have left the realm of duality. You have transcended this distorted image, this old manned image that still lives in your brain somewhere, and this ego part of you, and you have now transcended, Ascended into a place where it is as me, but and, and and let me say this like this is can can blow your circuitry at, to some point because you know there's a part of this that comes in like well who am I to say as me like who am I to 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 pr- you know propose that the Father and I are one and that now as I'm speaking I'm not just speaking as Shalice, but I'm speaking as Jesus. Well, you guys, what do you think prophecy is? I mean, what do you think when Jesus said, my words are spirit and my words are life? Like he said, the words that I speak are not my own, right? What do you think it means when, what is spirit filled prayer? Actually, what does it mean to be filled with the spirit? It means that you're out of your human mind, that you're out of the ego, that you're out of the old programming. You know, you're, you're, you're filled with the spirit. The spirit has taken over your thinking. The spirit has taken over, over your, your personality. The spirit has taken over your consciousness. And you guys at this level, okay, you are the river. Okay. You are the river. The river of life that comes out of your belly is flowing through. It's not just through you. It's as you. And so this question of who is I, you know, we need to really, really like get a handle on that. Like, wow, I no longer live. I no longer live. Okay. Now, Hopefully you've got this. Now let me just say one other thing here about this. And I'm just gonna talk about this from a frequency standpoint, and I'm gonna talk this from about this from a productivity standpoint. I, just because it's practical. Okay. Like if I was to draw a graph right here, I actually did draw one in my little journal, but if you're listening to this, you won't be able to see it. And I don't feel like the Facebook live is going to be able to see it that good either, but this is my little graph. So you know that I actually have it. And this graph basically has, you know, if I was to draw it here with my finger here, it just has the four levels on the vertical axis, right? So you've got, uh, you've got, uh, uh to me, then you've got by me uh, above it. Then you've got, through me and then you've got as me kind of going up the vertical axis and then what I've drawn on that is just some frequencies because you guys we our emotional state and our state of mind is measurable Okay, every emotion has a frequency. Okay. Shame vibrates at like 25. If you talk about in megahertz, right? Like they, they can measure these things, they can put electrodes on your on your head and they can measure your brain waves, right? They can put electrodes on your heart and they can measure the the, the 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 energy from your heart. And so when you know, if I start to talk about energy, don't freak out because energy is, is God, right? Energy has been was made by God. You know, he said, let there be light. Light is energy. I mean, quantum physics and, 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 and science is now, you know, obviously we know this, that all things are comprised of energy. Human beings are, are, are made of light. We're light, we're light, we're light, we're light. So I'm saying that because gosh, there's a lot of things that I could talk about this, but each one of these, each one of these states of being, each one of these, each one of these consciousness has a frequency. And guess what? It it the frequency rises the higher your consciousness goes. So these these low-level ways of being, playing victim, uh being in control and having to, to to strive and and work for everything has a it's higher, it's higher than 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 uh to me, but it's still it's still, you know, it's still not very high. Okay. But then you get into through me and you get into unconditional love and you get into joy and you get into the fruit of the spirit. Right. And then you get into as me. Okay. God, this is the frequency of heaven. This is the frequency of God. This is the frequency of Jesus. This is the frequency that heals. This is the frequency that changes frequencies. This is the the frequency where you start operating the gifts of the spirit. This is, I mean, these are, these are very, very powerful truths. And the reason I want to bring it up is because you guys, as we think in our heart, as we as we vibrate in our heart, if our thoughts are measurable through frequencies, as we vibrate in our heart, guess what? We are emitting frequencies into the world. We are emitting uh energy into the world. And I, I, a person that is vibrating at through me and I and 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 as me, guess what? The higher frequencies Transform lower frequencies. They transmute this stuff. You can shift a whole atmosphere in a room. One, one person, I wrote this down, one person, one spiritual person or one high frequency person can lift an entire room of low frequency people. Okay. I wrote this down. One person who's calibrating at as me, at an as me frequency can create an entire movement, can impact the world for generations. Okay so this these consciousness is also these identities these ways of being don't aren't just about an i okay this is, this is not a selfish thing because when you get into the i that is christ and you get into an as me state of mind let me tell you You are a, 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 a a change agent. You are change agent. You are now, you are now Jesus, you know, as I like to say in a Chalice suit, right? You are now Jesus in a Bob suit, in a Betty suit, wherever you go, a move of God is wherever you are. Okay. And this is, this is the thing, you guys, this is for everybody. Okay. This is for every single person on the planet that has been redeemed by Jesus. This is our potential. This is why Christ in us is the hope. It's the potential of glory. There is so much glory, so much potential when we elevate into the reality of oneness with God. There is so much glory on this and there's so much Ooh, transformation in this so much, so much, so much, so much. So, <laughs> okay. Now I want to get into the word for March. Okay. This is crazy because <laughs> I feel like I've talked so much and I haven't told you yet, but let me, I want to read a scripture before I do, because if I'm going to, if I'm going to introduce this piece, then you got to hear this. So let me go into it. I'm going to go in the passion translation. Um, just because I love it so much. Let me go into Colossians chapter one three, three verse one. No, this is not what I want to read it in. Oh, that's new living. Okay. That's why. Okay. All right. I knew it It was all yellow. That's how I know. Okay. It says this, it says Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. Okay. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Verse three says, your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now your true life is hidden away in God and Christ. And I just want to say your true self, your true I is hidden away in God in Christ. And here's what it says in verse four. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. For you are now one with him in his glory. Okay. Now, <laughs> I think a lot of times when we think about resurrection, Okay. I know we have resurrected bodies that are, you know, coming. Okay. I get it. I get that we, the the resurrection is a real thing. The resurrection of the human body is a real thing. I also know that, well, okay. I also know that some people don't ever die. Okay. I know Enoch just was carried up. Okay. And he's not the only one. He's not the only one. But let me just say this. Resurrection Jesus said, I am the resurrection. Hey, okay. Jesus had some really powerful I statements. <laughs> when Jesus answered the who is I question, you know, Jesus is like, I am the salt. I, uh, You know, I am the light. I am the, I am the way. Okay. Um, He also called us the salt, right? Maybe it was us that he called. It. I'm getting a little bit, a little bit high in the spirit this right now. So I've got to come help with Jesus. Okay. But the point is, that resurrection is is also now, okay? This isn't just, a, even if you think about it as a future reality, okay? I'm going to read you just to kind of give you an idea of this. Because see, the Apostle Paul tapped into something. He talks about it in Philippians chapter 3, and he talks about it in the Amplified Version. I like the way the Amplified Version talks about it. So let me go into this really quick. Philippians, uh, I said... I said Philippines, <laughs> Philippians chapter three in the amplified version. Okay. Let me go in here. Okay. Now, um, actually I want to go in the amplified classic. Uh, it probably reads the same, but just in case. Okay. Let me get it. It says this. I want to start reading. I'm just going to start in verse 10. It says this for my determined purpose. Is that I may know him. Okay, he's talking about Jesus. That I might progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. And that I may, in the same way, come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection. Okay, he says the Apostle Paul's determined purpose, you guys, was to get a revelation. His re- he wanted to know, and that that Greek word is gnosko. I mean, that's like an intimate knowledge. And I love the way the Amplified Classic version kind of you know explains that. This gnosko, he says, that I'm going to progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with perceiving and recognizing and understanding. Okay. He's describing a consciousness here. You guys, he wants to, he wants to be acquainted with it. He wants to perceive it. He wants to recognize it. He wants to understand this Jesus. And then he also wants to understand the resurrection in the same way. He wants to become more deeply, intimately acquainted with it. He wants to perceive it. He wants to recognize it. He wants to understand the resurrection, you guys. And he says this too. He says, So that I may share in his sufferings. Okay. When we think about suffering, you guys, we always think, Oh, the apostle Paul suffered so much for the gospel, but that's not the suffering he's talking about. He's talking about the, the crucifixion. He wants to, he wants to, he wants to also Gnosco. He wants to become more deeply acquainted with, perceive and recognize the crucifixion. He wants to understand the revelation of what actually happened to him. What happened to, what happened, what happened to creation? And this is why the apostle Paul was able to, to articulate the gospel and he had third heaven experiences, you know, because he, his determined purpose was to, 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 to have an awareness of this, to understand it, to recognize it, to be acquainted with it. He wanted to understand the person of Jesus, the glory and the wonder of this person, because it was a reflection of him. And a reflection of humanity. And then he wanted to understand the resurrection because this is, there's, there's power in this. This is, there's power in what happened in the resurrection. And then he wants to understand the cross. And then he says this as to continually, as to be continually transformed, as to be continually transfigured. Okay. It says in spirit, in his likeness, even to death, in the hope. And this is why he says, why? He says, I want to know all this. He says, in the hope that if possible, I might attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me from out among the dead, even while in the body. Okay, like I have spent lots of time in this, these two scriptures, because they, first of all, they blow my mind. Because I, and I I love the Amplified Classic because it really, tell to me it just gives you a, an insight into Paul and what what enabled him to rise and elevate to this place of as-me consciousness and this this obsession that he had with the gospel and, and what happened what happened to him what happened to humanity what happened to the cosmos what happened on the Calvary, what happened in the grave? What happened when Jesus, bam, comes back to life? What happened after 40 days when he ascended? Like, this thing is deep. And the Apostle Paul straight out says, like, I'm due, I'm, I'm, after resurrection while I'm still in the body. I'm after this. I'm after living like a resurrected human being post, me I mean, pre-death. I want to do it while I'm still in the, in the hope that while I'm still in the body. And you guys, when, when I go back to Colossians on, it says Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. Okay. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. Okay. What God is speaking you guys over March is that we don't have to wait for the future. We don't have to connect to the, I mean, we could, we, if we're going to connect to the future, We need to bring the future into the now. Okay. Like it's kind of like we need to connect to the past, the crucifixion, and we need to bring it into the now. Like there is a mystical reality here of that, that has, of what has been done to us by Jesus, by the Father, by the Holy Spirit. And it's meant to be now. It's meant to be now. That's why the Father can say in January that the best is not yet to come. It's now. Okay. It's, it's, it's not, it's not yet to come. It's now. And, you know, we we look to church history and we look at mystics that have lived in the past. We look at revivalists that have lived in the past and we look at the things that they have accomplished. I mean, whether it was, you know, saints of old that were levitating or whether it was saints that couldn't be killed, like you'd chop their heads off and they'd they'd hold their own head while they were still preaching the gospel, right? Or whether... Uh, you know that we go to the Bible, right? And that somebody would fall on uh, uh, Elijah's bones, and and then you know they they come back. You know what I'm saying? Like just crazy manifestations of things. And we looked at these things, and we study these things. And I mean, you know, even even in modern times, right? We look at Captain Coleman, or we look at these other people. We look at these 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 Christians, these saints, and we just go, wow, look at look at what they were walking in. And honestly, you guys, I personally believe that the majority of these weren't even hearing the, the the gospel of oneness the way that that I think it's even available today. I, they didn't have quantum physics. They didn't have the things that I'm sharing about. They didn't have a lot of the knowledge and the, the access to history and the access to scripture and the access to multiple Bible translations and all of the information that we have right now. And yet somehow they walked in these things. I mean, I think it's just through revelation of the Holy Spirit, obviously through through. Um, I mean, John G. Lake, right? I mean, went into these villages where there were, you know, uh, pandemics going on, not maybe a pandemic, but epidemics going on. And, you know, there were plagues going on, wiping out entire villages. And he walks in and he's like, I'm, I'm immune to this, right? Did you get the vaccine? I don't need it. I am the vaccine, right? And they take some of his saliva and they put some of the germs or whatever it is on a little slide and they put it under the microscope or however they look at it. And the thing, as soon as that disease touched their, touched that, that saliva of John G. Lake, it just died immediately, Like there is, there is a place of living as me, you guys, there's a place where I no longer live, where the ego and the old is no longer living. And that this resurrection power is alive in us to such a degree that we, we are elevating the frequency of entire cities. Okay. We are elevating neighborhoods. We are elevating, like there is, there's a move of God happening and we look to the moves of God that are happening and they seem to be happening independent of us, but, but they're happening because we are vibrating heaven on earth. You know, I remember reading a story one time by Benny Hinn that he would say he would just get in the car to go to the Coliseums and miracles were already breaking out in his meetings, right? The frequency was just already so high. Like we, this, there's, there's so much potential here. And so for March, what I'm wanting to say is like, it's time, it's time for, the resurrected you to be you. It's time for the the power of the resurrection to manifest, to manifest in you while you're still in your body, to manifest in your identity, to manifest in your consciousness, to manifest. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to elevate. It's time to elevate to as me. It's time for if, you know, if you look to the future and your future self is you're you know, you're resurrected in heaven with Jesus walking around glorified. Well, you know what? It's time for you to be the future you now. It's it's time now. And the only thing that's standing between it, between that and the manifestation of it is our consciousness. It's our awareness, you guys. It's our ability to transcend the programming, to transcend the old man and just just be in the presence of God and just make the enjoyment and the fellowship and the presence of God the place that we're living. It's, it's, it's the atmosphere of our mind. It's the atmosphere of our consciousness and our frequency raises as our, as our awareness raises. And you know what? Awareness is, is, is so powerful. Awareness is so powerful. I mean, even science is proving that now. I don't have time to do a a physics lesson here because I'm almost coming up on the hour, but you guys go, go Google the observer effect. Go look at the double slit experiment and learn a little bit about the power of human observation, the power of human consciousness, the power of our focus, the power of our ability to transcend. And you guys, we transcend these levels. How do we do it? We transcend it through awareness, you know what? Just simply being aware of these four levels of consciousness raised your, raised your awareness. <laughs> it, it elevated your consciousness. Just hearing this today elevates your consciousness. Just hearing it. Just, just why? Because you're focusing on it. You're hearing it. You're having, you're aware of it. And all of a sudden you start to rise. You start to rise. You start to connect to the presence of God. You start to connect to the love of God, you you leave the realm of the ego, you leave the realm of the old programming and you begin to transcend. You begin to elevate your consciousness and it's time, it's time for the body of Christ to come into a place of Christ consciousness. It is time for the planet to actually see what it means to be a Christian. (laughs) What it means to be alive in Christ, what it means what the resurrection means for the human race. It's, it's time for, for there to be uh, demonstrations of what is, what is possible. And I, I know that it's happening. I'm not saying that it's, 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 it's not happening, but it's not happening enough. It's not happening consistently. It's not happening far and wide in ways that, that, that it, 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 the potential, right? The hope of glory is more. The hope of this is greater than we've experienced. And you guys, this is what the spirit is doing. The spirit is raising, raising the, the the consciousness of the globe. The spirit is raising oneness consciousness, raising, raising our awareness of our of our oneness with Him of our of our of, the, of this resurrected being that we are, that we're resurrected, that 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 we're 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 just like Him. We are one with him. We're not just like even the, even the language has to shift. And it's funny because when you start to talk in the language, I mean, yesterday I was, oh my gosh, I was in my podcast. and next thing I kind of go into this prophetic thing and I'm like saying, I was like, and I'm God, you know, I was prophesied as God, but I. it's like, even then you catch yourself. I was like, I was like, oh, if someone's just tuning to the podcast, it's almost like I had to like explain why I was saying I'm God. And I'm telling you, can people get off on this? Totally. I mean, can people get into this thing where they think they're God and they end up in the mental institution? Totally. It happens. Like, I, I, please understand that there's a mystical component of this that the trinity is 3 in 1 that the body of christ is many but we're one we're members of one another everything's entangled everything is entangled in this mystical union you know uh, we're one with one another and this is mystical i mean it doesn't mean that we we totally we're distinct but we're still one it's it's, it's a it's a mystery you guys so this isn't you know this isn't elevating you to the it, oh gosh you know as soon as you as soon as you try to explain it you water it down And so I'm just going to leave it. I'm just going to leave it the way that I've shared it. And, you know, the future resurrected you is now. And the Apostle Paul and these scriptures are a picture. And and honestly, church history is a picture. Like there's so much potential in this, you guys. And so the thing to do here is just to like, you know, go, okay, Jesus, uh, I give you my awareness. I just, I just, you know, I just, I just, I just surrender control. I just, I just give you my awareness. You can have my awareness. And trust me, the Holy Spirit is so in this. Like the same thing that happened with that dream and the same way I woke up with a little bit of anxiety. And he just asked me, who's I? Who's I? Like when you get the I right, when you get the I right, like, man, the river is instant. The river, you just in the river, you're in the river instantly. And so... I know this is a little bit of a deep word, but I pray that you guys get it. I know we have people at all different levels that listen, but I just know that it's going to be whatever it needs to be for you. So yeah, Father, I just, um, I just release, uh, uh, the fruit of this word in people's lives, however it's supposed to look, uh, however that's supposed to feel, however that's supposed to uh, manifest. And I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you can do whatever you want to do with it, because you know what to do with it and how to do it and how everybody needs you to do it. So we just give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor. You're so good, Holy Spirit. And we just thank you that we are one with you. We thank you that we are truly resurrected, that we are truly alive. we're also truly dead. (laughs) And I thank you that that old man's just, just, you know, falling away, just like a little distraction, just falling away. And that, wow, this whole new reality is opening up for people that this new way of, of, of being is opening up for people. God, that it's a present reality right now in this moment, in this moment, in this moment, in this moment, in the next moment, in the next moment, in the next moment, God, and that there's just this elevation happening in people's homes. There's this elevation happening in people's families. There's an elevation happening in people's workplaces. There's an elevation happening in the, in their communities, and their neighborhoods. God, thank you that it's happening in our schools. Thank you that it's happening, man, in all of the places that, you, that, 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 man, it just needs to happen. And God, we thank you that we're just, that, yeah, just, just there's a, Man, there's a new vibration. There's a new vibration that's hitting this country. That's hitting the globe. <laughs> as your, as your bride, yeah, as your bride consummates and as your bride, uh, just comes into that place of Ganasco with you, of knowing you, of experiencing you, of perceiving you, of acknowledging you. Yeah. And I just release this father into, into wherever it needs to be released. Yeah, and I thank you for the manifestation of it. And we give you all praise. We give you all glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen, you guys. Well, awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. I said a lot. And I guess I'll end it with who is I, right? I mean, um, I went back and forth on what to name the word, but I, I think who is I is where we're going to land. Uh, because I really think that it it does kind of single, single out this definition of I, So God bless you guys. I bless you as you enter into all of that and bless your week. And uh, just can't wait to hear what God does as a result of, you know, you kind of uh, meditating on that and uh, watching it do its thing. All right. Love you much. God bless. Thanks for listening to Shalice's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalice.com where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training, where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.